0: Have you thought about giving up? No, seriously. If you are stuck trying to find and fulfill your purpose, have you considered throwing in the towel of surrendering? But perhaps not in the way you might be naturally thinking of. Hello, this is your host, Jim Washock. And in this 11th episode of the Stuck on Purpose podcast, I want to address this question of perhaps what it is that we need to give up and surrender in order to find your purpose. This episode, I am going to get a bit spiritual. As I revealed in episode number one, I am a believer in Jesus Christ who changed my life radically at age 14 and continues to transform my life through the many years since. And one of those ways he's transformed me is helping me to find my purpose. Now, that was a long struggle And I revealed a lot of that in episode one. So if you're not familiar with that story yet and you'd like to learn more, catch that episode. Again, like every other episode, they're all under 15 minutes. And if you listen, put your podcast player on double speed, you can actually get through each one of these stuck-on-purpose podcasts in only seven and a half minutes. So how about that for efficiency? But speaking of efficiency, one of the ways in which you perhaps will best be able to find and fulfill the purpose for your life is to actually stop pursuing what you're pursuing by surrendering everything to him, your creator. And what I mean by that, what what does it mean to surrender all to God? Does that mean literally just stop what you're doing, just drop everything, sit in place and just do nothing until you hear from God otherwise? No, that's not what it is. It's the, the point of surrendering ourselves to his lordship is that we're surrendering our will to him. We are surrendering our heart to him. And what we're, uh, what we're asking God to do at that moment is to basically replace our heart, replace our spirit, replace our will, replace our way of thinking, replace our habits, replace our behavioral tendencies with those that would come from him with those that he had created at the beginning of time that he desires for each and every one of us to espouse, to thrive, to spring forth like a, like a spring of water from underground and nourish our lives and the lives of those that are around us as if they were dry land. That's what the surrendering is. And it's very difficult to find your purpose in a surrendering type of 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 posture if you're very busy with things all the time if you're constantly pushing 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 that boulder uphill believing that you can on your own strength push it up over the top and let it roll down the other side that is that is a huge huge burden and in fact Um, Jesus refers to this in a slightly different analogy in Matthew chapter 11, towards the end of the chapter in verses 28, 29, 30, he says this, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. A couple things that I want to point out from that is notice he doesn't say he will remove your yoke. Jesus did not come to preach a a country club type of gospel. He did not preach like, hey, you believe in me and everything's going to go rosy for you. And many times that's why we so often feel like, you know, God, why is this happening to me when bad things happen or so forth? Jesus never promised that bad things weren't going to happen. Bad things happened to him. So he certainly wasn't going to necessarily prevent them from happening to us. That day will come. He promises that. Elsewhere in scripture, he promises that there will be a day where there will be no more crying, there will be no weeping, there will be no more pain, and so forth. So he is going to fill that promise. But that comes later. That's not promised for this life. In this life, he promises a different yoke. He promises us that we can throw off the yoke that we put upon ourselves, that the world puts upon us, that our parents put upon us, that our bosses put upon us, okay, that the expectations of others put upon us, our children, our spouses, whatever it might be, we accept those burdens and we put them on our shoulder. And when we try to live up to the expectations that are characterized by those yokes, those expectations that either come from ourselves or come from others, We are going to fall short. It's just going to happen, okay? Now, for some of us, we fall short more often than others, all right? There are others that have more stamina, a a personality type that has more uh, optimistic belief in themselves, and so it will wear down on them less, but I can assure you, it will wear down on each and every human individual because that's how we were made. We We were made to to surrender to God's power, to surrender his strength, his provision in our lives and his purpose, not that of our own. So when we're allowing these yokes to be put upon us, they are heavy. Okay. They're very heavy. They're weary. They will tire us out. They dig into us and they wear us down and they keep us from being as effective and efficient as in our lives as we could be. And that's why those of you that are listening to this podcast are likely listening because you're feeling like, I don't know what my purpose is, or I think I know what my purpose is, but I'm not quite sure where to get started, all right? Or I think I know what my purpose is, but what I'm trying to do isn't necessarily working. Well, then I ask you, what is the motivation behind that purpose? Well, first of all, if you haven't found your purpose, you definitely should be listening. But if you, if you feel like you have your purpose, what's driving your purpose? Is it your will? is it your way of doing things and if you're feeling dissatisfied with all that perhaps the yoke that you're bearing is is your own or it's, or it's originated from others and you've you've willingly placed it on your shoulders jesus says we can throw that that yoke off of us we can throw off that burden and what a wonderful thing that we have that freedom to do that you are free to to let go of all that. You are free to give it up. You are free to surrender the yoke of your life today and take on the yoke that Jesus has for you and put that on your shoulders. And he promises that that yoke will be easy and the burden will be lighter. Now, it won't necessarily feel that way right off the bat. Okay. As we, uh, as we discussed in a in a uh, Bible study group that I'm a part of, men's Bible study group, shout out to you guys if you're listening, Um, that can sometimes feel at first and in the moment to be more burdensome. And the reason for that is that Jesus's way of doing things is very counterintuitive and countercultural to how we might be naturally inclined to pursue something. So if you're if you start off trying to be dependent upon God to provide for your needs, that's going to feel very counterintuitive. Especially if you're a guy, you're really gonna feel like you're the provider. You need to fight to, and, and, and overwork yourself and so forth to provide for your needs and that of your family. But that is a huge giant that we do not need to go after in and of itself. God has got our back on that, and he's wanting to, and willing to participate in the battle against the giants that are before us. But we have to be willing to let him do so. We got to be willing to let him take the, take the lead, let him take the, the wheel. And when we try to wrestle it from him, that's when we get frustrated. And so in those instances, Jesus's yoke is going to feel heavy because we're resisting. We're trying to do things our way. It's kind of like, uh, imagine, so for those of you, that, I hope everybody knows what, it, what a yoke is, and it's typically placed over, say, uh, one or more oxen. Uh it can be horses, mules, donkeys, but many times it's usually thought of as oxen because oxen, oxen have a lot of muscle and are often great for like plowing fields and so forth. So they put this over their necks and shoulders and the oxen, the pole, and that pulls the plow to harvest field, right? Okay. So, um, the ox are going to feel the familiarity of a burden that, of, of, of a yoke that they've been used to wearing. You take that off, you put a new one on and it's going to, even if it's lighter and easier, it's still going to impact their muscles and bone structure and so forth in a very unfamiliar way right? And they may actually resist that. And I don't know this because I've never been involved in agriculture, but my guess is that farmers typically design, when it's, when it's time to replace a yoke on, on an ox, I'm sure they design it in such a way to be either familiar in, in design to the previous one, or they might pat it or some way so that the ox isn't fully aware of the differences right off the bat. And so they can then pull that padding out or whatever, and the ox likely gradually accepts the new yoke. Again, I don't know that that's how it works. I'm just guessing. It makes logical sense to me. But would I, would I use that as a metaphor of how we might resist when a new yoke is placed upon us? We feel, oh, this just feels different. This is this is hitting my neck and shoulders in an, in a way it's never had before. This is fighting against my muscle memory. Uh, yeah, this, this yoke is lighter, it's easier, but I'm I'm not quite sure how to work with it and move with it yet. And so what happens is we want to give up so quickly. We go, no, 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 Jesus' yoke isn't for me. This is too difficult. Again, even though it's lighter and easier, we throw it off because it's unfamiliar, right? And whereas if we just let that stay on us, if we go, okay. Uh, this doesn't feel comfortable yet. This feels a little foreign to me. I'm not quite sure how to work with this, but he says it's lighter and easier. So I'm just going to go with it. If we get if we get past that point of it feeling odd, we start to realize, oh, this is lighter. This is easier. You know, it's it's lighter when I when I'm when I don't judge others. It's lighter when I can trust him for pr- pr- providing for my needs, and he comes through time and time and time again, even if it. Seems uncertain, even if my circumstances seem unsurmountable, even if it goes to the last minute, he still comes through time and time again. Even when I'm in pain, he's with me, and I feel his strength, I feel his peace, I feel his provision in those moments. And so it lightens the yoke because you know who you're yoked with? You're yoked with Jesus. He's with you in there, he's not standing off to the side lounging in a, you know, in a a beach chair with an umbrella, you know, sipping from a drink, cheering you on. He's right there with you, yoked. That's the whole idea of a yoke, is that he is yoked with you. But the idea is kind of like how an older ox, you know, many times I believe I've heard farmers will pair a younger ox with an older ox in a yoke, so that the older ox can teach the younger ox, this is how this works. Very similarly, even though we're yoked with Christ, we can allow him to do most of the, the grunt work. We can allow him to do bear most of the weight, to do most of the pulling, and we just move along with him. And the thing is, is if you try to get ahead with him, ahead of him, or if you try to veer in a different direction, or to hold back, guess what's gonna happen? You're gonna feel the tension of that yoke as he's trying to move at a particular speed and in a particular direction, and you're trying to resist that, you're gonna feel his yoke tugging against you And again, you are then tempted to throw the yoke off and say, forget it. He's never going to force you into that yoke. He invites you to be yoked with him. He's never going to make you be yoked with him. And that's a beautiful thing about his love and grace and acceptance. And it doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter how much you've struggled. It doesn't matter how many mistakes you've made, how many regrets you have, what addictions you've had or have. He still invites you to be yoked with him. He's not ashamed of you. He's not going to judge you. There is no resistance. There is no obstacle to him accepting to be yoked with you other than your decision whether or not to be yoked with him. Because again, he's not going to force you to. So it's all up to you but you've got to surrender first. You have to throw off the yoke of the world, throw off the yoke of your past, throw off the yoke of, of your own initiative and drive and, and, and ambitions and say, you know what, Jesus, I'll take yours on. I believe you that it's easier and lighter and I would much rather be yoked with you. So if you're stuck in trying to find and fulfill your purpose, surrender, just surrender. Give it up, give up your will, give up your heart, give up your spirit and be yoked with Christ, and he will then lead you into the harvest field of your purpose and passions and talents and so forth. Thank you very much for listening in. Please share, comment, like, and subscribe. Till next one. Bye-bye.